You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 316, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. This is episode 316. And this this message, this download just came to me like two minutes ago. And I want to get this out there and put this out there. Hopefully this will be a short, sweet, succinct, but very, very clear episode of She Runs the Show. And in today's episode, I want to talk about one of the fastest ways to deplete your energy. You know, as we end one year and we we get ready for a brand new year, there are certain things we need to look at in our lives and we need to say, I don't need to bring that stuff with me into the next year. Okay. Right now we're in 2022 and we're going into 2023. There are certain things we need to leave in 2022 and not carry with us in 2023. And what I'm about to talk about in today's episode is one of those things. And, you know, so often I, I see this just about everywhere. People are talking about how do I have more energy? You know, how do I do sleep routines that help me wake up feeling energized? And especially as we get older, we're kind of like, I need all the energy I can get. And I want to be able to jump out of bed and go do the things I want to do. And so there is this overwhelming obsession in our society about how do we get more? How do we, how do we have vibrant energy and how do we, how do we feel good most of the time? And how do we, how can we be the most productive? And, and yet all of the green drinks and smoothies and sleep routines and nutrition protocols set all of those aside for a second, right? Cause those matter a lot, period. They affect your mood, your hormones, everything for both men and women. Let's just put that to the side for a second because in today's episode, I want to talk about, we're, we're so worried about energy and we're so worried about wanting to have more energy. And I want to talk about one of the fastest ways that we deplete our energy. Some of us more so than others. I know in my twenties and thirties, I did this way too much and lost a ton of energy doing so. I do it much less now, like much less, which means I can serve a lot more of that energy. But, but let me just get into one of the fastest ways to deplete your energy. And then I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say what needs to be said. And then I'm going to be done with the episode. Hopefully this will be a smaller, shorter episode than normal. Cause I got to get on a treadmill uh, for 60 minutes, but, but let me just say what needs to be said. And here's the thing I, I, I really want to hit home. And I love to start with a quote because it really, it gets to the heart of what I'm trying to say. Let me give you a quote. And then I'm going to tell you one of what's one of the fastest ways we, I'm including me in this group, we tend to deplete our energy. And, and let's begin with the quote, and then you'll know where I'm going. Okay. This quote is called misunderstanding. I don't know who said this, but this is a drop the mic quote. There will be people, com- there will be people that are committed to misunderstanding you. Trying to explain yourself will never be enough. These people are usually dealing with their own insecurities. Stay calm and let it all work itself out. I am going to read this again. Okay. Because I want you to, I want you to hear it. There will be people that are committed to misunderstanding you. 
Trying to explain yourself will never be enough. These people are usually dealing with their own insecurities. Stay calm and let it all work itself out. Just let that land for a minute. Just, I, I need to try to find another quote that really gets at what I'm trying to say, and then I'm going to dive into this. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. <clears throat> I know you've probably heard this quote, but I'm going to repeat it again, and then I'm going to, and then we're going to talk about depleting energy. May you attract someone who speaks your language so you don't have to spend a lifetime translating your soul. Let me say that again. I don't know who said this quote, but it's power. May you attract someone who speaks your language. So you don't have to spend a lifetime translating your soul. Let's get back to the topic of the episode here, shall we? Because I want to talk really briefly about one of the fastest ways to deplete your energy. Do you know what one of the fastest ways to deplete your energy is? Having conversations with people who are committed to misunderstanding you. Let, let me say it again, because I, I, for the people in the back, I really want you to let this land. What... I don't care how many green drinks you take in. I don't care how many hours you work out. I don't care how heavy you lift weights. I don't care how much meditation you do. One of the fastest way to deplete the one thing you keep saying you want, which is vibrant energy to the ability to be productive and to do the things you want to do and to go after the things you want. One of the fastest ways to deplete your energy is to have conversations with people who are committed to misunderstanding you. Here, I got to back up my chair for a minute just so I can say what needs to be said so I can get on the treadmill because I have 60 minutes I need to do for workout number one today. Um, when you get to a point of wisdom in your life, you will quickly understand that there are certain conversations worth having and there are certain conversations worth not even going into, like not even one bit. And here's the piece I want you to understand. One of the fastest ways to deplete your energy and your focus and your drive is to have the same conversation with the same person about what you need, about what you want, about what they're doing wrong, about what you wish they were doing right. Like, can we stop having conversations with people who have no intentions of changing, who have no intentions of doing things differently, who feel like they have no ownership in a situation you keep saying is a problem. People who give you every excuse about why they're not changing when you have asked for change for years. Can we stop having conversations with people who every time we bring up a concern or a need, they flip it on us, gaslight us, and want to make it about them? Can we stop having conversations with people who every time you bring up something, they they want to say you're blowing it out of proportion or you just don't understand or, you know, you think it's so easy. Why don't you walk a mile in my shoe? L listen, listen, you know exactly what I'm talking about and you know exactly the conversations you're having 
the same conversation over and over again. It never goes anywhere. It never goes to the point you want it to. You leave the conversation feeling even more frustrated because no resolution has happened or promises have been made to you. The same promises that were made to you the last 50 conversations you had about this and you're frustrated because you know they're not going to follow through and make the changes you're asking for or the same conversation with the same family members and they still do the same stuff. And you're like, I don't even know why I talked to them about this. I don't even know why I asked for change behavior. They never change. You know why that depletes your energy? It's not simply because the other person isn't responding the way you want them to. It's not simply because you feel like you are talking to a brick wall and they're not present and fully available for the conversation. Do you know why? Having conversations with people who are committed to misunderstanding you is one of the fastest ways to deplete your energy because you know you are betraying you by even engaging in the conversation because you know before you even stepped into the same conversation with the same person, you know that you are betraying you by even wasting your time having the conversation. And here's what I want to say. There are certain conversations you need to never have with a person again, right? If I have to convince you to treat me properly, if I have to remind you that you're my friend and I sh you, you should really care about how I'm doing, okay? If I have to remind you that our friendship or our connection, our relationship isn't all about you, like if I got to do the basics with you to educate you on common decency and respect, um, we need to never have that conversation again. Like we need to never talk about that again. If I have to remind you of the commitment you made to me and the fact that you're not following through on the commitment, if I have to nag you to do basic things that I asked you to do and I'm nagging you daily about it, if I have to, with a family member, Brace myself for the drama you're going to cause at Christmas or New Year's. And I have to have a conversation with you and ask you to not do your craziness, which is you. Knowing that you're still going to do your craziness. Like if I'm doing that conversation with you, shame on me. Because I'm wasting my energy because I know you're going to still be crazy at Christmas. There is a, we have a limited amount of energy every single day to focus on our dreams, to focus on our goals, to focus on the goodness in our lives, to focus on working out, to focus on producing good things. Why would you ever waste even an ounce on energy, even an ounce of energy on conversations with folks you know are committed to misunderstanding you, you know are going to take whatever you say and twist it and make it your fault and twist it and make it about the fact that you don't appreciate them, you don't get them. You know, listen, if you want to spend your life trying to translate your soul to people who are committed to misunderstanding you, you go and do that. But I'm just going to let you know that once you figure out that you've had two or three good conversations with somebody about something and you have said, this is what I need. Can you do that? And they've said, yes, I can. And I will. And you say, okay, well, can you do that by this day? And they say, yes, I will. And they don't. Then you go and you have this conversation on repeat two or three more times. And it's the same thing. Don't ever have that conversation again. 
Don't ever have that conversation again. And they're going to be people like Cassandra, but you know, like I, I care about this situation and I know that they care about me and I want them to see it from my point. What it, listen, can I, can I help you with something? Somebody who is committed to misunderstanding you is never going to see it from your point of view. Someone who sees you a certain way and they are committed to seeing you in that way, they are never going to see you differently. Somebody who has decided that you don't have the right to need what you need and to want what you want from them, and they feel like every ask you give them is selfish, they will never see that differently. And you will never get it from them because they think that you're the problem. They aren't. That it is your asking to have your needs met that's the problem and not their unwillingness to meet your needs. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you would like to deplete your energy on things that are a total and complete waste of time, keep having the same conversation with those who are committed to misunderstanding you. And now the question comes, well, Cassandra, then what do I do? If I figure out that somebody is is committed to misunderstanding me, but I care about them and I want them to change and I need things from them and they're not giving it. Like, what do you want me to do? You want me to just not ask anymore? You want me to just not have, well, what results are you getting from the asking is my question. I mean, are you getting the results you want? Do you have to throw a temper tantrum to get even a little bit of what you, is it work? Is it, is what you're investing in terms of your energy to have this conversation producing the results worthy of the energy you spent on the conversation is my question to you. And if the answer is I'm not getting what I'm giving, if the answer is, well, I get a little bit, but then I have to go through another temper tantrum next week to get some, a little bit like at what point is somebody breadcrumbing you, keeping you fed? It's not. It's not. That's my point. When people feed you breadcrumbs, it still keeps you starving. That That's a really messed up way to say Danielle Laporte's quote. That was Danielle Laporte, by the way, beautiful writer, author, speaker. She, she has a beautiful quote, and I do not know it verbatim, but it's like, Getting breadcrumbs doesn't keep you fed. It keeps you starving. It just gives you a little bit of enough for you to feel like you'll be okay for a little bit longer, but you're still starving in the process. So if you feel like wasting all that energy, communicating with people who are committed to misunderstanding you is getting you a breadcrumb and you're okay with still being starving and you're okay with having to go back every few days and throw another fit and get a little, another breadcrumb. If you're, if you're okay with being breadcrumbed, by all means, you do that. But I'm going to tell you that you are losing a lot more energy just for the next breadcrumb than you are actually getting from the actual breadcrumb. And you've got to decide what is my ROI? What is my return on investment? And here's the final point I'm going to say, because I'm, a, I, I'm about to lose my 60 minutes on my treadmill and I can't afford to do that. Um, stop having conversations that do not produce the results you want. If some people show you by what they do, whether they care about what you think. Let me say it again. People show you by what they do, whether they care about what you think. Believe them when they show you. Believe them when they show you that they don't give a crap about how you feel. They, their behavior, their actions, their, it will tell you everything you need to know.
Stop it with this nonsense of, well, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, stop it already. Like people are going to show you. They're going to show you in everything they do, how they feel about what you said. So once you figure out that people don't care about what you've asked for, they don't care about what you need. They don't care about how you feel. Then stop bringing them your feelings and your needs on a silver platter only to have them throw it on the floor. Like stop giving away yourself in that way. Listen, once you figure out that, that you are, you are having a brick wall conversation with someone who's committed to misunderstanding you, you know what you do? You never have that conversation again with them. Never. You go find a way to get your own needs met. Typically, you can meet your own needs in many, many ways. But you find a way to get your needs met. You stop having the conversation with them, which takes the power away from them and brings the power back to you. And you never have that conversation again. You respect yourself enough to never do that conversation again. Sounds really harsh. It is. It is really harsh, but you know what? You know what you'll get when you stop having conversations with people who are committed to misunderstanding you, you will get your self-respect back. You will get your self-esteem back. You will get your, your sense of power back. And that's worth more than continuing to be breadcrumbed by people who think it's your fault anyway. I don't know who this message is for, but it's for somebody. It came to me just now. I need to be on a treadmill. I cannot miss workout number one. There are enough workouts to be done today. I cannot miss workout number one. But here's the thing. Don't deplete your energy by continuing to debate and defend and explain and beg and plead and nag and fight with people who are committed to misunderstanding you. Let me go back to that quote that I just want. And this applies to all relationships, not just romantic ones. May you attract someone who speaks your language so you don't have to spend a lifetime translating your soul. Let me say it again. All relationships, personal and professional here. This is my wish for you. May you attract someone who speaks your language so you don't have to spend a lifetime translating your soul. So it is, so shall it be. Thank you once again for listening to She Runs the Show.